special Cellar Dive episode of... Brutal Battle! Yep, it's another one of the Cellar Dives. This is actually our seventh Cellar Dive. Seventh? Yeah, it seems like it's gone really? fast. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, feel I like mean... we've only done like four. So the way I do episodes, I do it in like groupings of ten when I'm planning things out. So like each episode is obviously like that special big episode, And then we have the... The uh, nine regular numbered episodes in between each episode, and then I try and put at least two special episodes between each grouping of like a recording session with a different person. So sometimes it's a little more based on what's going on because uh, we might have like something special going on, but that's kind of how I do it. So I've been trying to throw in at least two cellar dives in between the de- two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm start. I want to start doing that with the on the shelf episodes as well, just because I feel like the on the shelf episodes are pretty important for like what's out there. Um, because who knows where we're gonna get in the mystery beers? So anyway, once again, two Rebecca beers that she chose from the cellar, two beers that I chose from the cellar, and I have to say I was looking at them before we started recording. Two the two I selected are from the East Coast, and the two Rebecca selected are from the West Coast. And it just happened that way. We weren't thinking about that, so this happens. So let's jump into it immediately. Uh, The first one is a, it's from a brewery that's very, very well respected, very big, uh, big name out there. Uh, Super hard to get a hold of any of their stuff, so I was fortunate to get a hold of this. Uh, It is Hill Farmstead, and they are out of Vermont. Uh, They're out of Greensboro Bend, Vermont, to be specific. And we're going to drink their Anna, which is a honey ale. It's a farmstead honey ale, that is what they call it. And it's 6.2% alcohol by volume. I don't know if it's going to have any sort of tartness to it, because a lot of their stuff, especially like their farmhouse ales, have like a like a wild aspect to them. They'll have like bread in them and be like kind of funky, kind of sour. But I don't know if that's going to be the case with this. So hopefully I put these beers in the right tasting order. This was the big unknown, so I kind of just put it at the beginning. So, mm. let's open this up. Oh, jeez. It's good. Well, while I'm when I'm pouring it, it looks like I'm getting a good amount of head to it. So, not a lot of head. I think it probably will be kind of sour, funky. Um. Because that type of pour usually will will say to me, like, bread. There's going to be some bread in there. So, what's it look like? It looks really yellow. Mm-hmm. Like, really yellow. And uh, I'm the way I poured it was more agitated, so it's got, like, a nice big white head to it. It's kind of uneven, which would indicate some bread to me. It's a little hazy, not extremely. It looks like it's, like, super carbonated. There's a ton of bubbles in yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, there are a ton. Yeah, it's very carbonated. So, let's smell it. Mm. Oops, I yes. forgot that. We got I smell. started drinking. We'll smell it. Forget what you just tasted. Smell it. Uh, I'm How'd off. you forget? How I don't long, know. How long has I don't it been know. since just, we recorded? I was just like, there's a beer in my hand. This smells like it's totally up my alley. It smells very Saison yeast. It smells lemony. Yeah, lemony. <sighs> it's a little floral. Yeah, it definitely smells floral. I smell, like, that honey aspect in there. I definitely smell a decent amount of, like, a funky brett yeah. note. I'm just gonna and go And it smells on. like 
clean and refreshing too, though. I'm just gonna go in and taste it since I already. Oh yeah, go ahead. Like touched. I just took like a baby sip. Yeah, I do get a decent amount of the lemon that you were talking about. It smells really good though. Like this smells awesome to me. Oh wow! I like it a lot. Oh wow! Hmm. Yeah. So I think. I definitely taste the honey in there, and one of the things I think the honey is doing to it is taking, is increasing the mouthfeel a little bit, making it feel like a little thicker in the mouth based off what it is, uh, but I think it's also rounding out the tartness on the end because it is a little sour, and there is definitely a good amount of funk to it. Yeah. Pretty good. So I actually had a Arthur by Hill Farmstead. Uh, about a week ago now, and I was, um, when I had that, it had significantly more of, like, a sour bite at the end of it, and so this kind of tastes, like, the sour, the sourness in it kind of tastes like the sourness that was in Arthur, but the finish yeah. is significantly like, more finessed and, like, it's yeah, not it's very, as sharp. Um, it has a lot of flavors, but it's also very soft and delicate. Yeah, it's really soft. It's really nice. This is an easy drink of beer. Mm-hmm. This would be a great beer for, like, with a meal. Mm-hmm. Like, this would be awesome with a meal. Um, honestly, I could see this being awesome for, like, a Thanksgiving dinner type mm-hmm. type deal. Uh, real versatile. So that's super tasty. I was expecting, because it says it's, like, a honey ale, I was expecting there to be more of a honey flavor to it. Just a little sweetness. Yeah, but uh, I was going to say, I'm, a- I'm honestly fine with mm-hmm. it, because I don't want too much honey in my beers. When I get a cert- to a certain level of honey, I actually start to kind of not enjoy yeah, it. I don't, yeah, I don't like an over amount, yeah. over, overly sweet. So I like how subtle it is. Yeah, Ooh. I like it. It's not like a jam, but... I like it a lot. So that's that was one of my picks, as people can probably figure out because it's East Coast. So the next one is my other pick, actually. So tasting-wise, it's just kind of like... We should do, like, me versus you. Like, who had the best beers? Well, I mean, we can talk about it in that sense if you want. We can. I'm going to win. We'll see. So, the next... I like this can. Yeah, it is a super cool can. So, this one came from listener Kyle Norman. So, thank you very much, Kyle Norman. He was really excited to give it to me. Because this is a brewery that he really, really likes that he gets to check out from time to time in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, and it's a brewery called Dancing Gnome, and I don't know what style this is. I'm assuming it's like a pale ale, but it's called Stained Glass Ceilings, and it's they just say it's an American ale. Okay. So I'm assuming they mean like a like a hoppy pale ale, most likely. So that can it it's busted. Uh, I mean, it's dinged up <laughs> here and there, but um, but yeah, it's got a cool um. It's like kind of like pieces of stained glass. Yeah, like it's different shades of blue, kind of like angles. Yeah, yeah, kind of put together, and some of them are like falling off. Um, yeah, it's really cool looking. So, uh, oh, I didn't say it's eight percent alcohol. 8%, okay. And Kyle Norman told me that they don't distribute it all. So I guess he got this at Dancing Gnome, or someone got it at Dancing Gnome for him. Okay. He was just really excited to get his hands on it, and he was like, "I'm excited to give this to you because." Super, super hard to get their stuff. Okay. And he's a big fan. So Let's do it. A lot of hype around this right now. Kyle Norman. 
Oh, and he did assure me, they don't date code on this, but he did assure me that when we're drinking this right now, I texted him today, when we're drinking this right now, it's probably only been in the can for about a month. So, it should be a legitimate representation of what the beer should be. I like to make sure of that. Especially if we're doing on like a cellar dive. So, stained glass ceilings. Let's take a look. Oh! Hazy. It's that haze, bro. <laughs> it could be that juice, bro. Um, yeah, it looks really, really hazy. It's kind of like a yellowish orangish, mm, and it's got a decent head. It smells like heaven. Oh my gosh. Whoa. Doesn't it? Yeah, damn, that smells juicy as hell. It is that juice. It's like billowy clouds of orange Julius. I've never had orange Julius before. Wow. You mean, you're, I assume you're talking about, like, the store drink, yeah. Orange Julius. I've never had it. Okay. I know the reference, but I don't... Well, thanks for, like, stepping on my... Well, no, that just has to do with what I do and don't know. That's all I'm saying. It's just, like, my mouth is, like, salivating smelling this beer yeah. because it just smells, like, so... Citrusy, tropical. Citrusy, fruit-forward. I feel like it's got a little bit of, like, a... I feel like it's it, it it has some what I associate with like mosaic quality to it. Okay, I don't um, know. Which means. is like a, a slight bit of like a caramel there is, mixed in. There is some. Yeah, I could see that. There is something in there that's not fruity. Yeah. But it has some sweetness. Yeah. So okay, I and it kind of smells that. like there's a there's a decent amount of like malt sweetness to kind of. Act as the backbone for this. Mm, I love it. Yeah, okay. it smells really good, but like super citrusy, um, tropical too. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's um. I like the mouthfeel because yeah. it's a little thicker. So you smell no bitterness because it's your your nose is so overwhelmed with. All of the the fruitiness, um, but you smell no bitterness. There is a decent bitterness on that, on the finish, which is fine. Uh, it's just a little surprising because when you're smelling yeah. it, and you're like, oh, it smells like no bitterness, and then you taste it, and you're like, oh, there is a, a decent bitterness. Yeah, I mean, it. I'm not a big, huge fan of bitterness, but this is very tolerable. Like, yeah, I think it's well balanced. It's and like we were talking about in the smell, it does have a decent malt presence mm. to act as a backbone yeah. so you get that kind of sweetness from it and it is coming off like a tad caramelly and then you have uh, all that mm, citrusy goodness tropicality to it i love mm-hmm. it i love it yeah a lot of orange to it and i love the gnomes maybe a little bit of peach did a gnome make this <laughs> dancing gnome dancing it's gnome. only one so, oh, one. Yeah, it's just one gnome. It's I love that name. Gnome. What a cool name, though. Yeah. Mm. So I've heard of Dancing Gnome. I haven't heard much about mm. them. I just heard a few people here or there be like, oh, yeah, I tried Dancing Gnome. I really liked it. But not a ton of people. And I do remember Kyle Norman telling me about it at one point, and then I forgot about it. And then he gave me this can, and I was like, oh, sweet, that was a brewery you were telling mm. me you really liked. So thank you, Kyle Norman. Yeah, that is a that's a very tasty beer, and I'm excited to finish that sucker. Yeah. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't know. My two picks are looking real strong right now. Uh, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. 
Maybe I shouldn't have. <laughs> well, you you threw down the gauntlet, so I you did. gotta deal with it. Alright, so Rebecca's first. This was pick. also a gift beer. This was also a gift. This one's from My sister Emily. Emily Bowling. Uh from Oregon. And this is actually from her town, Corvallis, Oregon. Yeah. Um, Block fifteen brewing company. I know we've I think we've had a beer or two by them on the show before, but it's been a while. And I know we've talked about them at least a little bit. But the beer that we have here is Hoppy Holidays. It's an Imperial IPA with citrus and spruce tips added. And it's 9% alcohol. Did you know that when you picked it? No. No, you didn't. So. I just was like, we need, <laughs> we should drink this before it No, I mean, that's true. It's prime. That's a good point. And oh, is there a date code on it? No, no. there's no date code. So. And I really like the label. Because it has yeah, a Christmas it's, tree. Yeah, it's a Christmas tree that has oranges hanging on it. So yeah. there's the citrus with the spruce and... Yeah, it's it's good can uh, can art. Boom. Boom. Okay. There you go. Okay. Try this block fifteen hoppy holidays. Uh very orange. Yeah. Once again, does not look filtered. Uh very hazy. Hmm. Not much. Not much, uh, there might not be much head if I didn't pour it so agitated, I would think, but as it is, there's a decent amount of head. Who knows? I'm not getting a ton. Are you trying to really reach for the spruce? Is that... I'm just... It smells a little funky. Hmm. Like, like a slight skunk. Very, it's not, it's not a lot. It's just like this very slight skunkiness, which actually could have to do with the spruce a little bit. Kind of yeah. like the smell of the spruce playing along with something else and coming off a little weird. It's really turning me off. I don't. I'm not really getting any, like. I don't smell straight up spruce. Uh, yeah. I smell like a sweet orange. You know, like something, like. You can end up with oranges that are more on the tart side. You can end up with oranges that are more on the sweet side, which I learned recently, actually, random fact. Uh, most of the oranges in Japan are sweeter as opposed to more tart because that's how the population there typically likes it, is on the sweeter side, less tartness. But I watch a lot of weird, YouTube videos. Weird shit. People living in Japan, like expats living in Japan. So Okay, I'm going to drink this. It smells. It, it smells like it has a decent sweetness on it, which which just coming off a little sugary on the nose. But we'll try this. I get the spruce. Yeah. I can definitely get the spruce, and I get the orange too. I I get both of them, but I don't feel like they're working together. Ooh. So there's a there's a, like a medicinal note. In the finish too. There's a there's a good bitterness on the end, and it's a little medicinal, and it's kind of syrupy, which I mean makes well, sense guess, because it's nine percent. But hmm. I don't think that's playing in its flavor favor. Flavor favor. <laughs> it's not flavor favor. <laughs> no, that was um, stupid. <laughs> yeah, edit that out. I don't dislike this beer. It just, for what it is, what it says it is, and how it delivers, it's a little weird. 
So the thing is, like, the pine is coming off more like sap. Less like like pine needles and like a slight pininess to it, and uh, more like a sap on the okay. finish. I and especially with the mouthfeel. I really want to like this beer, but I don't. I am okay with it. I don't I don't dislike it. I I'm I, th- I think it's decent. Yeah, I'm okay. I mean, it's okay. I guess I just wanted to like it more than I do, and I don't know if I need to drink more of it. It's just always hard when we have like this lineup when we have all this beer to drink, I feel like I kind of have to be selective yeah. because yeah. I can't I agree. realistically drink all this. Right. You know, so... Well, over enough time you can. Well, yeah, but I mean, we didn't start recording. I know. There's just, a lot of sweetness on the finish, too. Like, And I just feel like it leaves you with this kind of like saccharin um, flavor in your mouth with like, the bitterness I and that like pine. Sorry, I'm talking over you. No, it also fine. feels like it's like drying me out. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely a lot of that spruce in there. So when I when I saw this beer, when we were given this beer, I was like, oh, they're trying to be kind of like um, Pennsylvania Tuxedo by Dogfish Head. Which, you know, maybe they were doing it before. Yeah, we don't know. Before Dogfish Head, but, you know, we don't really see... Block 15 stuff, because they don't distribute all the way out this way. We see Dogfish Head all the time, because we're so close. Uh, but, you know, that's that was my, my basis for comparison, and for that with that comparison, I just think that Pennsylvania Tuxedo does it a lot better, because it's lighter. Yeah. You know, like, I think the big mistake with this beer is going Imperial, because you made it, like, sap. You made it kind of too syrupy, which yeah. and, and that brings more of a sugariness to it, which does not play well with the spruce. I want more accent to the orange with a spruce with a little bit of spruce behind it. Yeah. But the way it's going now, it's like spruce with some orange behind it, and it's a really like sugary orange. Yeah. So it's not really balancing the beer out. It's it's uneven. It's pretty uneven. Yeah, I mean I don't I don't hate it. Like I, I yeah, said. I mean, like I. But at nine, I don't think it's a. I, I don't think it. it's a bad beer. I just I, so far, I just think definitely think it's the weakest link. I mean, give me the six percent version of this beer. Mm, yeah. And and we're probably talking, you know, and may and maybe. Are you negotiating with this beer? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, not the beer, the brewery, but. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, take it down to six percent. Maybe add a little more of the orange to it, a little bit less on the spruce, and uh, and you'll be golden. You'll be great. You'll yeah. you'll have made Pennsylvania tuxedo actually yeah. at that point. Okay, open my last one. Okay, so so far I'm kicking your ass. You gotta say right. Yeah. But this could be a really good. This one. could be my redeeming factor. This was your first pick too. This was my first pick. Um. So it is. By Avery Brewing Company. It's part of their Botanicals and Barrels series. And Avery's out of... I know they're in Col- Boulder, Colorado. I was like, I know it's Colorado. I don't remember which area. So it's their Coconut Porter, which is a porter with coconut added, then aged in bourbon barrels. And it is 11.4% alcohol. What are you doing? You, the person who's like, oh, I can't drink all these beers. And then you go and you pick a 9% and 114 
What did I pick? Uh, eight and a six. Well, you had to balance me out. I know. I actually, I what I didn't look at ABB when I was picking. Yeah, I didn't. It just either. happened that way. Mine just happened this way. All right, so let's try. It. Did you get all you the know, foil out? Make sure you know. Okay, so I gotta say, I think I've said this before when I've had Avery on the show. This foil stuff, just stop. It's more of a pain in the ass than anything. I'm sure it's a pain in the ass at the brewery too. Like it's just messy. It's unnecessary. It does look pretty though. I don't care. I don't want pretty. I want. A, I just want a good tasting beer. It's better. I want. It's cold today. I want something that's gonna really warm me up and make me feel cozy. Yeah, when we're recording, it's like 13 degrees outside mm-hmm. where we are, which is crazy cold and sucks. Um. I mean, it looks like a like a porter. Now, it looks like a stout. I mean, this is the thing. Yeah. Like, why are you saying porter at this point? Because stouts and porters, they're interchangeable. And at this point, it's like an imperial stout. It's not a porter, in my opinion. But anyway, a um, little bit of like a brownish, reddish around the edges. It's got a little beige head to it. But the it's not like... It's like a light beige. Mm-hmm. Pretty light. What do you smell? I'm getting malted milk balls. Okay. And I'm getting a little of soy sauce. I agree. I'm getting chocolate. Does, does it smell a little like red wine? To me hmm. it does. Okay, I could see that. Like the barrel, like it smells like it was like a Cabernet Sauvignon barrel, because I feel like I get like grape skin tannins okay. in the nose. I don't know if that's the case. I, I don't know if I not. would say that unless... I don't think I could pick it out, but now that you said it, I could kind of agree with you. I'm going to see if it says anything on here about what, if they, no, I mean, it doesn't say anything about using wine barrels, but, I well, I mean, it says bourbon barrels, so I don't know why I'm getting a wine. Are you note. getting that? Are you getting the malted milk balls? Yes. No, I, I definitely see what you're yeah. saying about that. I get a slight banana. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, very faint I don't know if I... Are you getting coconut? Not really. I'll have to see if it's in the... I get a little caramel, though. Yeah. Which I think is coming from the bourbon. Yeah. And a slight vanilla. And actually, the little bit of caramel I'm getting on there is almost burnt smelling, which I like. I think that's a really nice note. It smells good. I like the smell. I like the taste. I'm not sure. I want more coconut, though. You're not sure you want more coconut, or you do want more coconut? I'm sorry. I'm not sure I'm getting the coconut, period. I want more coconut, period. Where is it? Uh, Yeah, I don't... I don't taste it. I taste bourbon, and I taste, like, chocolatey notes, and I taste a bit of that soy sauce you were talking about. I mean, I like it. But I mean, yeah, it's I'm not good. Getting, but for what it's promising, it's also just hard because you know my favorite beer right now. What? The triple barrel. Oh yeah, the triple. The uh, on the on the shelf episode we did last with the triple barrel Big Bad Baptist that has it. coconut in it. Yeah, like that's my like standard now. I almost went to try to find more of that beer last night. So, because it's so good. Let me ask you something. For eleven point four percent, is the mouth mouthfeel coming off a little thin to you? Yeah, yeah. It does. It does for me too. It it it's thin. 
And for the flavors that are with it, I want more substance to the mouthfeel. Maybe part of that is we're perceiving it a little bit lower than it is because the thickness of that hoppy holidays we Mm. just had before it. So maybe that's a play. I would never guess this is 11%, though. That's true. I would probably put that at 9. I feel like the... I don't even know it. I would say maybe 8. I feel like the alcohol level... Seems similar to the Hoppy Holidays, which yeah. is, which was I, I don't know if it's a compliment to Avery or a slam on Block Fifteen or both. It's I don't just kind of. I feel like it is what it is. I like to me higher or lower ABV doesn't equate to you know like I feel like some people are like oh I want a beer with like all this booze. Well, I like mean if people are trying to get hammered. Yeah, and there are people like that. You know, and and some of the times there are people who. You know, they want to get to a certain level of buzz, Mm -hmm. and they don't want to drink a lot to get there, you know? So sometimes people are just like, give me an 11% beer, I want one glass of it, and that's going to make me feel how I want to feel after I'm done. Instead of, you know, drinking two 6% beers, because you don't want to feel as full. Okay, so you definitely kicked my butt. Yeah, pounded it down. Into the sand. You're done. Not getting up after that. Anyway. Why did I even suggest this? <laughs> exactly. I no, it's fine. I blame Josh Rod- Rodriguez. Ooh. That's... Explain why. Because he said this beer was really good. Did he? Yeah. No, oh, did he? Josh, what are you doing, man? Yeah, where, where's don't... the coconut, bro? I mean, it's good. I wouldn't say it's really good. You get a decent amount of the bourbon coming through. Give me a little more. Of the coconut pour? I mean, I like it. Yeah. I mean, I like it too. But I, I was, I'm, I'm wanting more. Yeah. I hear you. It's, yeah, where's the coconut? Um, I want more of a body to it. Yeah. You know, this is really funny because the Hoppy Holidays, I'm like, less body, yeah. please. And this one, I'm like, more body, please. Yeah. It's because of the flavors. Like, yeah. certain flavors, you need more of a body to back it up. Other flavors, you need less. I just said yeah to, like, your last, like, five comments. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you just saying yeah just to, like, fill space or just act like you're listening? Or I'm you like... actually agreed? Well, both, and I'm like, I'm. How is it both? Well, I'm a little. I'm also a little buzz. I'm like, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in like Rebecca party mode, is what you're trying to say. Well, let's not. Yeah. Say that. By Rebecca party mode, you mean get under the my quilt and drink beer the rest of the night? Then yes, I'm in that mode. Okay, so now what happens after the show is that you drink your beers and I drink mine, and that and that's how it is. Is that? <laughs> Um, we're married, so what's <laughs> yours is mine. No. <laughs> but I don't want what's yours in this case. I want what's mine. No. That's all good. Um, we'll share. I oh. mean, nothing is going to be dumped. Right. Well, I, well, block 15 might be. They dumb. might be on the chopping block. They that's, might. that's possible. We'll, we'll see. Well, yeah, we'll have to see how long we stay up tonight. Yeah, we'll, we'll that fo- really. We'll focus on what we like the most first, which were my beers, and then we'll move to. The I other. don't think so. I like this coconut porter. It. I mean, it is good, but I'm it's not. It. It's not a coconut porter, in my opinion. It's a porter. It's it's a, a bourbon barrel aged porter. It's mainly bourbon flavors, which is fine. Like I like I bourbon like those flavors. flavors. It's just yeah. I want 
more f- strong flavors behind the bourbon, and I want more of a body to it. And that would make it really good. So, Speaking of good flavors, though, my new favorite discovery, hmm. that honey ricotta. Oh, you, lemon? Honey. You take ricotta cheese, and you put a little honey in it. Ricotta cheese, a little bit of honey, a little vanilla, and I think a little cinnamon. And then you mix it up, and then you put fruit in it. Yeah, it's, it's really tasty. It is really good. You know, it's funny, because you were making it. And I was just like, meh. Like, I felt kind of very ambivalent about it. And then I tried it, and I was just like, this is actually really good. Yeah. It goes really well with fruit. Yeah, berries. And then you put um, some chopped pecans on top of it. Oh, yeah. In addition. Mm-hmm. That just adds, like, a nice extra yeah. to it. All right, so rank your beers, man. Hmm. This is tough. Gnome. I know. Oh, so the stained glass ceilings is your number one? Dancing gnome. Like dancing gnome? Okay. Just one. Mm. Just one gnome. Dancing. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> I want it to be multiple gnomes dancing. One gnome who's dancing, dancing in with? Pittsburgh. But who's he dancing with? <laughs> Himself. You don't have to have a partner to I dance. He's true. just that jolly. He's that happy about life. It's true. Yeah. Okay. You don't need mm, anyone. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to go to my coconut porter next. As your number two? Yep. The Avery coconut porter? Then okay. your Anna. Then block 15. Okay. So, my number one is the Hill Farmstead Anna. It is really good. Really? Oh, yeah. That is the best beer right here, in my opinion. IMO? Yes. Where, well, I think I think uh, a lot of the time, and it's not always this way, but a lot of the time the way it is, you go more off of what your taste is like. I go more off of, like, a combination of what my taste, what my likes are, and how I think the brewer did with the beer. Okay. You know? Rinse me off. I'm going to taste, taste you again. Not me, the Anna. <laughs> taste you Anna again. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, that's right. Drink the water. Yeah, we, when we uh, rinse our glasses, we always drink the water. Because you got to stay hydrated, people. It's a great way to okay. do it. Let me see her. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, this Anna is just so... I just... It's legit. I hear what you're saying. I'm just like you don't. You don't have to change. I'm not your, changing anything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't I have do to what change I, it. That's fine. I mean, I do what I want, but but the fact that you're challenging me so much, like what? That's your number one. Well, I just need to taste it again to kind of. So now you understand why I would say it's number one. For me, it is okay. the, the best beer on this table right now. Okay. So the the okay. Hill Farmstead Anna, the Farmstead Honey Ale, okay. is my number one. Okay, I okay. My number two is the Stained Glass Ceilings American Ale by Dancing, Dancing Gnome. Gnome. My number three, it's hard because I feel like they're all the last two are almost on the same talking on my beard. I'm sorry. I'll give the slight edge to the Avery Coconut Porter aged in bourbon barrels. So that's my number three. And my number four, I'm sorry, is the Block 15 Hoppy Holidays Imperial IPA with orange and spruce. Hmm. They just missed the mark, you know? Yeah. The problem is, if you're going to do something like pine, like spruce, something like that, you got to be really careful. Because that's one of those flavors I feel is very polarizing. Much like, actually, coconut's a really polarizing uh, flavor as well, especially within it beer. Is. Like, 
you, I can't tell you how many times I've talked to people and been like, oh man, this beer with coconut's really awesome. And they're like, I hate coconut. And they're like, how much coconut can you taste? And I'm like, yeah. well, I mean, like, not a ton, but a decent I amount. Mean, and they're like, oh, no. No, I mean, coconut is a polarizing flavor, like, in general. Yeah. You know, but I mean, and then also in beer. Yeah. Yeah. I right, love right, right. coconut. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, you have to, you have to really like coconut. And I feel like there usually are not people in between on it. Yeah. You're either like, I do or I don't. And I feel that's kind of the same way with pine. You know, you do or you don't. And Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts, yes. But I don't think anyone's brewing with Brussels sprouts yet. Maybe they should. I don't know what that would do. I actually think that that would be kind of nasty. I think because... Brussels sprouts naturally have a bitterness to them, so I think that would impart, impart extra bitterness to the mm. beer, and it would make it vegetal, which does not sound good. But when you think of that flavor quality, what beer do you think of? Vegetal and bitter? Yeah. Not bitter, just the vegetal. What do I think of when I think of that? Mm-hmm. Um, nothing. What, like... I think of Repa Terroir. Oh my gosh. I haven't thought about that beer in a long time. That was an amazing beer. I think about that beer a lot. It's like the one that got away. Well, it didn't get away because we had it. I know, but it still got away. <laughs> we drank it. I know, but I want more of it, so I feel like it's the one that got away. You know, that's another... So, for people who are kind of lost with this right now, Repetiroir was a beer that was done by Dogfish Head. This was a, a lot of years ago. It had to be, have been at least five years ago at this point. Maybe more. Um, I don't think we were living where we are now. I think we were at the apartment. Uh, so it would have been like... Eight years ago? Eight years ago, maybe, yeah. So the beer is... Yeah, it's been gone for some time. But uh, it was one of those only done at the brew pub at Dogfish Head in Rehoboth Beach. Uh, we were lucky enough to be there when it was on tap. And it was a collaboration with like seven other breweries, I think. I don't know. I remember that Allagash was involved. That's the only one I remember. What was in there, though? Like, beets? So there was like, yeah, there was, I think there were beets in there. There were some potatoes, some rice, I think some types of wood. Uh, I think there was some basil But, like, each brewery kind of took what was representative of, like, their terrain yeah. And put it in the beer. and um, It tasted like a fresh garden, which seems really not good and weird in a beer. But then also earthy. Yeah, but which also sounds really not good yeah. in a beer. But it but was delicious. It was awesome. Like, that and was, yeah, that was a phenomenal I, beer. I, the day we had that beer, it was when I had my first hangover. Well, you didn't, you told uh, Sam Calagione about that. Oh, did I? I think that was in the interview, actually. Oh, really? He said that. Yeah, people, if you haven't heard it, uh, we did an interview with Sam Calagione from Dogfish Head. Um, go back and find that episode, because I'm pretty sure I remember in the audio of that, that Rebecca, you said to him, I got my first hangover from Dogfish Head beer. <laughs> and he reacted very positively about it. It was kind of like, all right. <laughs> Which is cool, I mean. And then I went back the next day and had more because it was so good. But I did not enjoy it as much. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was an awesome beer, though. I mean, we went off on a tangent. Anyway. But... Okay, I think we're done with this. So, in summation, if people forgot, I went... 
Anna number one, stained glass ceilings number two, coconut porter number three, and hoppy holidays number four. And Rebecca went stained glass ceilings number one, coconut porter number two, Anna number three, hoppy holidays number four. So the only thing we have in common is block fi- is shitting on block fifteen, <laughs> which makes let me have bad, another but... shot of that. All right, if you really want it, but I mean, maybe I'll feel different. Yeah, I just. It's like I said, I think the Imperial route was a mistake. It smells like petroleum now. <laughs> Is that what you have? No, no, I'm oh, still drinking mine. some Anna. Okay, I'll smell. I, I get what you're go- where you're going with that. I don't think so much petroleum, although what I'm going to reference is made from petroleum. Vaseline. Vaseline. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's a little Vaseline. It's just not good either. <laughs> <laughs> but also what I rubbed her all over my hands the other night because my hands are so dry. It's really sweet. It's, <laughs> it's like really sweet and bitter at the same time. And it's just, yeah. Okay. On that note, we got to end this. Yeah, but, but really, really quick, like while we've been oh talking here, God. I've still been sipping on this Anna. Okay. Blah, and it's blah, just blah. like. Stick your penis in Anna. <laughs> Well, now that you said it, I feel like that's a challenge, and I should yeah. do that. But I'm gonna base your cock and Anna. <laughs> I don't think you've ever said that word on the podcast. So, oh, oops, do I have to edit that out? Well, you I mean, wouldn't. you. I don't know how to edit anything. No, I'm gonna so. leave it oops. just because. But sorry. I hope your mom doesn't listen to this. Oh, oh my oops, god! Sorry, mom. Although Kelly and Kyle listen to it, so they can tell your mom. So <laughs> don't anyway. tell my mom. <laughs> No, I was just going to say that that as we were talking, I've just been sipping on this Anna, and it's just, it's so easy. You know, like, it's one of those beers Anna's that's so just like, easy? No, the thing is... It just sounds wrong. You're making it that way. But what I'm saying is, you can pay a lot of attention to the beer, or you cannot pay too much attention to it. It's kind of like that nice versatility to it, where... It's like the perfect girl. You can yeah. pay attention to her or not pay attention Choose to her. Choose your involvement level <laughs> at any minute, and you're good. Okay, we need to wrap this up. <laughs> anyway. This is getting inappropriate. Well, that's fine. That's fine. We don't do it too often, so it's a, it's a little treat for people. Anyway, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thanks for doing one of these again. Um, who knows what we're going to do for number eight. I'm going to stick to this whole competition thing now. Oh, no. So you better bring your A game next oh, time. Oh, I've really done it. <laughs> And speaking of done it, what else have you done? Keeping it brutal? Yeah. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.